Like I've never done this publicly. And people love to put their like two cents in your business. Like I kind of, not that I liked being secretive at all. Um, it was really mostly annoying and a burden. But the cool part about being like in the hidden relationship was that we had time to like really build and grow everything and become super, super solid before introducing it to the public. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today I really just wanna like catch up with you guys, give you a real life update. It's been a lot going on this month and the last couple of weeks with me finally announcing that I have been hiding this relationship for over a year and the show ending and I'm moving. Um, so I just wanted to catch up with you guys now that I finally don't have to like lie to you anymore. <laughs> it's been a very large burden um, on my life to have to keep a secret, like such a big part of my life, obviously is my relationship in Austin and him moving here and moving in with me. And I haven't been able to share it. Um, so I just kind of wanted to like update you guys on what the hell's going on and how I've been feeling this past year. Um, what it's like to be in a relationship again. Like I have not been in a full on like boyfriend, girlfriend, official relationship since 2019. And I broke up with my ex and left Harlem and moved to Brooklyn and in with my roommate. And so I feel like this is like such a big changing season in my life right now. Um, and it's also like, as you guys know, I'm a very sentimental person. Um, so it's like a little bit sad. Um, today's like the last day of July and today's moving day for me. So it's a bittersweet thing. Like I'm really, really excited to move and start a new like phase and chapter in my life. I feel like whenever you move apartments or even like locations in New York City, it feels like you're starting fresh and it's like a whole new world and you have new go-to restaurants and like you become a regular other places and like you take different trains and see different people. And um, so I'm excited for that part because I actually am ready to move out of Bushwick. I feel like it was great for the time and the time period in my life that I was in. Um, but it almost feels like I've aged out of Bushwick at this point. Like, if you guys don't know what Bushwick is like, it's like a, I mean, it's very like Brooklyn, like hipstery, like super gentrified, like cute, fun. Everyone there is like mid, early 20s. Everyone goes out. There's lots of bars. And when I first moved there, like I said, like I was newly single, moved in with my roommate. We were going out all the time. Like I was dancing on top of tables at every bar and having a fucking blast. And now I'm just like, I don't want to go out like that anymore. Like I don't even drink that much anymore. I'm like in my little relationship bubble. I'm in my 30s now. And I feel like, and the other day, like me and Austin got off the train <laughs> and we literally went out for two drinks in Greenpoint with a couple of my friends and it was midnight and it was Saturday night and we're like so exhausted. We got off the train, the L train, and we're going home and like we're just packed, like just it's just packed at 12 a.m. Um, with people that are like dressed up, ready to start their night. Everyone's like screaming on the train, drunk. And I was just like, this is just not my vibe anymore. Like I'm too old for this. Um, so I think well, by the time this airs, I'll definitely know where I'm living. But I think that um, we're going to move to like 
somewhere more quiet, like where people are early 30s, you know, have a dog, walk around, like it's not so crazy. And I'm like excited for that little quiet suburban New York City life. Um, but yeah, I just think that I've lived a lot of, um, I don't know, so much of my life changes have happened in the past four years in this apartment. So it's like I'm having a farewell party for my apartment because it's my apartment number is 3L. Well, it was 3L. So I'm having a party called Farewell 3L. And I just want to like celebrate and commemorate everything that's happened. Like I lived through a literal pandemic for two years in this apartment. I went on The Bachelor and Paradise and another Paradise, three different TV shows, found love. I like had my heart broken by a different guy that I've never told you guys about in between. Like a lot has happened. A lot of shit has gone down in this apartment. Um, so it deserves a farewell party. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm really, people that know me know that I'm like a relationship girl and that I really wanted to be in a relationship and I was excited to be in one. Um, obviously that's the reason I ultimately went on all of these TV shows because I did want to find love. Um, so it feels really cool and like very surreal to have actually been a person that like went on TV show and found love. Um, yeah, when I think about what actually happened, like how crazy it is to go on a TV show, a third TV show, and then actually be one of the people that walked away with a relationship, it's still mind blowing to me. And I think now I have so much more respect for the couples that actually make it when they come off of a show because it's really easy and still doesn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen to me twice, but it's really easy to fall in love in the environment that they put you in. Like you don't have any responsibilities. Nobody has a job. Nobody has anything to do but think about each other and like be cute and romantic and spend all of your time together. So, and I knew this obviously, but when you go out into the real world as a couple, it's just, I mean, you just have to face reality. And a lot of things that you didn't have to think about that you would have normally thought about when you were dating someone in real life kind of like hit you all at once. So for me in Austin, that was distance. Um, he's from Orange County and he lived in California and I lived in New York. And I was honestly like open to moving if it came down to that. Cause I, I mean, I knew I had to move apartments in New York anyway. So I was like, okay, I love the sun. I love the beach. Like I could be open to Cali. Um, and then he was also very open to moving too. So that kind of worked out luckily for us because had I fell in love with someone on the beach that like loved their city and was just like, yeah, I'm definitely not moving. Or like had he owned a house in a city or something and was just like, yeah, I just bought this house. Like my career's here. I'm not going. That would have sucked. And I honestly don't know if we would still be together. Um, but because we were both so flexible with that, it was like, okay, we can make a plan to eventually be in the same city. Because I don't know if I could be in a long distance relationship where there was just no end goal. Like, oh, we love each other, but like maybe we'll figure it out and like we'll just keep going back and forth on flights. Like no shot. I was already so anxious and like going nuts only seeing him once a month. And it wasn't even just like being across the country. There's also a three hour time difference, which I feel like doesn't sound that dramatic, but it's like he's a very regimented person and I stay like luckily I stay up pretty late but like he would go to bed at the same time every day and 
it was just really hard to even like get on the same schedule like when he's not at work and I'm not at work and we could have time to like actually have a meaningful phone call and you get in kind of like a rhythm where you're just kind of like chit-chatting during the day and it's like okay well are we talking about anything meaningful or we're just going back and forth what are you doing oh what are you up to what are you up to and one of my main language love languages and his is quality time so yeah, you can do be creative and like do FaceTime dates and like send each other stuff in the mail and whatever else. But it's like by the time we got to like the seven, eight, eight month mark, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work for me. Um, We're going to have to figure something out. And it's also super fucking expensive. Like we were flying across the country once a month minimum um, because, I mean, that's all realistically we could do. It's like a $600 ticket minimum to fly from LAX to NYC. Um, and so like there was the cost, there was the time it took, and there was also the extra added layer of being in hiding and keeping this relationship secret. Um, so it was really tough. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it has not been an easy road for us, but I feel like that's even more of a testament to like how strong we are now because Austin's really, really good at communicating. And if either one of us had been lacking in the communication department. Like there's no way this could have lasted the long distance part and made it to like, that's why I think communication is one of the biggest things in a relationship period. Um, but yeah, there's no way we'd be where we are right now without the communication have having been so solid. And I don't know. I'm just really grateful that he's, so good at communicating and really open to all the possibilities. And that's how we ended up here now. But it feels really good to be in like a very healthy, mature partnership, like at this point in my life, because I feel like as I've talked about every week on this podcast, like dating in New York City and like I've dated, I mean, not a shit ton, but like I've dated enough to where it's like, it's tough in your 20s to find a guy that's like, actually wants to be in a relationship, is mature enough to communicate, and isn't toxic. And like, I feel like I've probably, I'll admit, I've been like <laughs> a little toxic and immature in some of my past relationships too. But it's like, if you have a person that brings that out of you, then like you kind of just feed off of each other in a negative way. And then when it's a healthy relationship, someone brings out the positive and you guys feed off of each other in a positive way. And I feel like that's what I have now. But like from the moment we first met on the beach, it was very much like he made it super, super clear that he wanted to be with me. Like it was never a question in my mind that he didn't want to pursue me, that like I wasn't his number one choice. Like he was always clear and committed and intentional. And I feel like that kind of caught me off guard, I think, in the best way, because he's a little bit younger than me. So like, I like to call myself a cougar, but like he's going to be 28 at the end of the year. But um, he is like three years, almost three years younger than me. And so I kind of like wrote him off from the beginning because I was just like, okay, I went into the show thinking like, okay, I know what I want now. I want someone in their 30s, like super established, like way older than me. And then I got home with a 26 year old at the time. <laughs> and all my friends were like, what the fuck? <laughs> not what you said what you wanted um but he surprised me and surprised everyone else in the best way by being very mature and a lot more 
emotionally safe and sound than many of the other guys I've dated that are older than him. So yeah, it just feels really good to be in a nice, secure, healthy relationship. And I'm excited for you guys to see this new chapter and like come along on it with me. Like most of you have been here since Bachelor and have never seen me in my relationship era. So this is like a new thing for all of us together. I was thinking about my episode with Serena Chu and like when we were talking about social media and relationships and stuff. And because of the way this relationship started, there's really no avoiding it. Like it's going to be a public relationship because <laughs> we kind of got together on TV and that's fine. Um, I'm like excited to share it with you guys, but I am also like a little bit nervous about like, like I've never done this publicly. And people love to put their like two cents in your business. Like I kind of, not that I liked being secretive at all. Um, it was really mostly annoying and a burden, but the cool part about being like in the hidden relationship was that we had time to like really build and grow everything and become super, super solid before introducing it to the public. There was a lot going on, like I just said. Um, and I think if like we had also been like publicly posting about our lives and people were like commenting and like all of this shit at the same time too, I think that would have made it even harder for no reason. So I'm glad that we were able to have like this amazing rock solid foundation before we even post about each other. And not that I'm going to like let other people's opinions influence my relationship, but it's just like, I don't know. Shit does get in your head sometimes. It's like people commenting and stuff. And I've never had people commenting on something that's so like important to me um, because I'm, I am, I feel like very protective over Austin and like our relationship. And I don't know, part of me like wanted to stay in the little bubble. Cause I was just like, ah, oh, you know, it's nice to not have other opinions, but since that's not happening, um, I'm going to share. And I really don't want my, like, I've never been the person that's like my relationships my whole life. Um, so that's not going to change. I don't want my whole like Instagram, TikTok and everything to be like all couple content. I'll sprinkle it in here and there, keep you guys updated. I feel like TikTok is more of a place to like do couple stuff. And I'm like really excited that we can finally like hop on trends and like do stuff. Like I have so much stuff in my drafts that like I have to hold myself back from bombarding you with content because it's been 13 months of content that has not been able to be posted. Um, but yeah, I think I'll be more like coupley on TikTok. So definitely follow me on TikTok. So I feel like moving is already like a big deal for me, like I was saying. But I think moving and moving with my now live-in boyfriend is huge and different for me. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know I had a long – not a long distance. I had a long-term relationship before. We lived together. So it's not my first time living with a partner. Um, it is Austin's first time. And he moved straight from California straight into my apartment. So it's definitely been a learning curve. Um, I personally love living with a boyfriend. I think it's fun. I actually like just like living with other people in general. Like I used to live with my best friend. And before that, I lived with another best friend. Um, so I like living with people. But you guys know I was like very getting very comfortable living alone too. Um, so I feel like it's just going from getting used to living by yourself and anyone that's lived by, them, like, by themselves knows, like, 
it starts to get really nice. Like you come home, everything's exactly where you left it. Like you just have this like nice peaceful place and like you can decorate however you want. Like I was getting really into the live alone thing. And so it was just kind of like whiplash from going from, okay, now I finally like whew, take a breath. Everything's how I want it. I don't have a roommate. And then basically have a roommate again. Um, and it is different because obviously your roommate is your boyfriend, but it's like once one piece of advice one of my friends gave me that we kind of live by is like, don't let roommate problems become relationship problems, which is a lot easier said than done. But it's like if you are getting annoyed about something or if you're like about to get in a fight or whatever, like I sit there and I think like, okay, is this a roommate problem or is this a relationship problem? Because like I'm not going to get in a fight or like that's how you end up breaking up with someone over the dishes. Like it's not that serious. Um, but it was definitely a hard adjustment, I think, too, because this is very much my apartment. Like I've been in it for four years. I've lived in it with another person. I've lived in it alone. Like once my roommate moved out, I took over her bedroom and made it into a full on like office where I was making content. And like that was my workplace. That's where I started the podcast. Like I was recording in there. And having someone else move into your space is, I think, a lot different than having a new space where you guys both move in together at the same time. So he was really understanding of the fact that like, this is your place. Like, I'll take whatever space you can afford to give up for me. Um, but like, this is yours. And he kind of is just like, I'll wait until we have our own to kind of like ask for half. So that was good because I have a lot of shit. You guys know I have a lot of stuff and he doesn't have that much stuff. Um, he literally moved across the country with like two suitcases and had his parents ship like two boxes and that was it. But it was hard for me to go from having a bunch more space when my roommate moved out to like re trying to downsize after I'd already spread out. Um, yeah. So basically he took over kind of my office and I've been literally in there like recording Instagram stories and like doing fucking unboxings and all this stuff. And he's just like hiding on the other side of the room from you guys. <laughs> um, and if anyone was like super perceptive, like you could see guys stuff all over my apartment, like his clothes are there, his shoes are in the background, like his computer where he like does his gaming is on the desk. And there's pictures of us like everywhere. Um, but I tried my best to hide it. And towards the end, I started getting really lazy. Some people definitely caught on, but whatever. He was like living in my home. It was very hard to hide. Um, but yeah, I love, I love living together, but like being real, like in the beginning, it was really annoying. <laughs> like him moving in, leaving his like, like I, I'm, I am not that much of a like type A person, but like there is a very Virgo particular side of me that comes out. And like, I'm a little bit hypocritical because my stuff is everywhere, but it's kind of like a an organized chaos situation. Like I know where everything is. I'm not a dirty person, but I'm definitely messy. And there's like stuff everywhere. But if his stuff is everywhere and it's not my stuff, it bothers me. Like I like to do certain things. Like here's an example. I have a bath mat, right? And I take the bath mat off of the bathtub to step on it when I like get out of the tub and then I put it back so that it can dry. But if you just leave it on the floor, there's like water underneath it and it just doesn't dry and then it gets all like moldy and like mildewy smell, whatever. And this man like refuses to pick up the bath mat 
after he showers and then like when people come over like I had an issue with my water heater for a long time and like all this other shit like maintenance guys were coming over and like with their worker boots from the outside like New York City stepping on the bath mat and I'm like that literally makes me like want to vomit because I'm just like thinking about all the things on the New York City sidewalks and like the bath mat is supposed to be like a sacred place where you that's when you're the cleanest you step out of the shower you step on the bath mat like I don't want to step on like dog shit from the sidewalks of New York City and like him I I literally can imagine him stepping on this bath mat with his outside shoes and I'm just like oh. like I'm one of those outside clothes people like I had to train him now to not sit on the bed with his like outside subway clothes on because I'm just like the things I have seen in this city over eight years like you will not be sitting anywhere in New York City and then sitting on my bed like that is disgusting <laughs> disgusting so i would rather you strip when you get home and sit in the bed naked than sit on my comforter with clothes that you sat on the subway and like ew so my point is i can be particular and i know that's like those are my random ass rules and everyone doesn't feel that way so i tried to be like you know understanding that like okay it's gonna take him a minute to like get used to my weird particularness about certain things honestly i don't think that's that weird like maybe i'm more of a germaphobe than i thought but like those were pretty normal things. Um, so that kind of stuff and just like crumbs on the counter and like underwear left on the floor, like that stuff. I'm just like, dude, I'm not anybody's mom. I'm not going to be picking up after anybody. But then it's also like, well, I'm not just going to stare at it because it's it's bothering me. So I feel like that was just like learning curve stuff when somebody moves in with you. Honestly, now it's been like he moved in with me in February. Um, so it's been almost six months, I guess. Um, I feel like the first few were that learning-y kind of stuff. And now we've like more figured out each other's like pet peeves and like the, we're much more clear on like cleaning and stuff. And I think now that we're moving into our own place together, it'll be much better, like building it up from the beginning, having our own rules in the household, um, yeah, versus him moving into my space. Because that's just like hard no matter which way you slice it. Like it's just not ever going to feel like his. And it's just – it's I'm always going to have my things because it's my place. Um, but yeah, living together is going, I think, pretty well so far considering we randomly met in Canada and like knew nothing about each other and then moved in eight months later. Um, and like I don't know. I feel like I thought – before obviously nothing about this relationship has been i guess traditional <laughs> um but eight months i feel like seems kind of quick to move in with somebody but our relationship was obviously kind of quick the whole thing like we met and like i think it was like 20 26 days of filming maybe so like 26 days later we're like saying i love you he comes to my friend's wedding meets all my best friends and I meet his parents, like everything happened incredibly fast. So I feel like by the time we moved in at eight months, it felt like we'd been together for like two years already. Like, I feel like we've been together for so long and it's only been a year, a very long and short year at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of the update. I wanted to fill you guys in. Obviously, me and Austin talked about our relationship and answered your questions and the show and all that. But I wanted to kind of like one-on-one -on -one, you and I catch up since I've been lying to you guys for so long. I just wanted to let it all out and give you the truth of how I'm feeling. Um, 
But let me know what you think. DM me with any questions. And other than that, I'll see you guys next episode. Obviously, follow me at Chelsea Vaughn on Insta. If you haven't subscribed already to YouTube, it's at VulnerablePod and it's at VulnerablePod. It's hard to say twice. On TikTok. And that's it. See you guys next time. <laughs>